Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the reunion of Final Fantasy VII Remake Podcast. I am your host, Kai, and joining me again today is my incredible co-host, Viz. How are you doing, Viz? Hello, Kai, and hello, everyone. I'm doing pretty good. Intermission is done. It's awesome, and I feel good. How about you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am also feeling the same way as you. Um, I'm super happy um, with intermission so far. I'm not done yet, but we are going to be talking a little bit about that in this episode. But yeah, I'm super excited to actually sit down and have the opportunity to kind of talk to you about this incredible DLC that we got. And um, I don't know. I'm just I'm just so excited. I just there are no other words to describe it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So the best way to support us here is to like, sub, and share the podcast. Hop on over to our YouTube channel if you haven't done so yet, and make sure you subscribe there. And also, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcasts, because we're on all of them. All right, Viz, so what's been going on over at Cosmo Canyon Observatory? Uh, lately, not so much, because I had to, to take a break a little and just focus on one work, which is the game analysis number 26, which is how to remake the future. And it's uh, mm. this new 10-part analysis regarding mostly Sephiroth, but also Cloud's uh, memory glitches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing will be released afterwards, like over three hours it will probably last for. That's why we split it up into 10 digestible chunks. And also because uh, mm-hmm. our editor, Rimovel will uh, strangle me if I told her, <laughs> hey, here, three hours or three and a half hours of editing to do. Go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nope, not happening. So yeah, the first one is out. The second one uh, should be out very soon like in a following weekend. Mm-hmm. And then it's, I hope, one to two weeks in between, depending on the workload of Frimoel, because she's also sometimes editing Pulse of the Livestream stuff and the interviews. So she's got a lot of work to do. But we pay her, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rima. I'm also yes. putting her to work. Yeah. <laughs> and she does an incredible job making our podcast thumbnails and um, all sorts of different things. So... Um, yeah, I understand. She's we're keeping her busy. Let's just say that. Yo, definitely, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's about it. I I try to pick up uh, this, with the CCO gems, like that. Uh, those short Twitter posts, mm-hmm. short analyses, or the Easter eggs I found. But yeah, I just just need to get into things again, into uh, into the the rhythm. And I also started a new job around two weeks ago. So this is oh, yeah. also taking a lot of uh, time and energy. So I just need to get settled in there. Mm-hmm. And then I hope it's it's back to normal business soon here on the CCO. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. It sounds like you have some uh, great content in store for everybody. Mm-hmm. So if you guys haven't yet, hop on over to Cosmic Canon Observatory YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share, and uh, definitely watch all of their incredible content. It is amazing. 
All right, guys, so today we are going to be giving our spoiler-free first impressions on the recently released episode Intermission DLC for Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade, and we will also be discussing the news from Summer Games Fest, Square Enix Presents, and also Square Enix E3 press conference, so I think those are actually interchangeable. Um, so first off here, we are going to touch on Summer Games Fest, so it has happened, and we did not get anything Final Fantasy related. I'm not surprised, to be honest with you. Um, I just don't feel like Summer's Game Fest is the place where they're going to be revealing Final Fantasy, like especially Final Fantasy 16 details. I just I feel like it's probably going to be at a PlayStation State of Play event or something like that because it's exclusive to PlayStation, and I just feel something in me just tells me it's going to be later in the year and it's going to be at an actual uh, Sony press conference, at least. I don't know what you think about that, Viz, but anyway, I, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, kind of same here. Uh, I was hoping for the rumors to be true, but mm -hmm. I wasn't holding my breath. Especially Summer Games Fest. I personally didn't, didn't watch it. I had other things to do. For example, yeah. playing Intermission. <laughs> Mm -hmm. because I hear I, it took a lot of time to do the side stuff and I'm so thorough I talk to every NPC I listen to every NPC yeah. all the time and I it, it took quite a while for me like maybe double yeah. the normal playthrough time I won't say how much in case somebody doesn't mm -hmm. want to know yeah um, so for from, from that I was busy but I didn't hear much anyway from others so it wasn't probably anything too exciting, at least in our area of interest. Yeah. But other things, if, if people were um, interested, in, interested in some other games, I'm pretty sure they were happy to uh, hear about some news. I've seen you yeah, wrote down absolutely. some Death Stranding direct, direct Director's Cut, Elden Ring. There are a lot of people looking forward to that game. Uh, Overwatch 2 is yeah. also, also uh, a favorite of many. Metal Slug Tactics mm -hmm. uh, sounds interesting. Yeah, it's like a Final Fantasy Tactics yeah. mixed mixed with Octopath Traveler. So it's kind oh, of like cool. this 2D, 3D, I don't even know, what, what would you call that, like fusion environment. So Probably, it's, yeah. it looks super awesome, actually. I'm really excited to see um, what that game is and how it plays. I, I think I might pick it up, actually, when it releases. So. Hmm. And like you said, Overwatch 2, absolutely. BlizzCon online, or BlizzCon line happened. So we did get a look at Overwatch 2. Um, and also, like you said, Elden Ring. I'm super excited, actually, for Elden Ring. It sounds just like totally up my alley. It's kind of like a, like we've got George R.R. Martin mixed with From Software. So like I just see these two things being kind of like um, just a match made in heaven, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. But I mean, who knows, right? I, I don't know like what we'll end up getting, but it seems like it's super interesting. We did get a gameplay trailer and the gameplay does look pretty incredible. Oh, so nice, yeah. can't wait to see more uh, from Elden Ring. And But I, I didn't actually watch Summer's Game Fest. I was too busy. Like you said, I, I was busy playing episode intermission and um, just also I kind of went back just to see the upgrades to integrate right, as well yeah. before I actually started playing just to check it out. And, uh, and also with everything else I had to do for my work outside of the podcast, I just did not have time 
to watch the uh, Summer Games Fest, like actual presentation. Mm -hmm. But these are the big games that were uh, outlined, I guess, um, from Summer Games Fest. And uh, so next up, we are talking about the Square Enix Presents event. So I'm assuming that this is from what I could find. It was actually their E3 press conference, but they also did a SE Presents events like live stream. So what was announced was Life is Strange True Colors. I guess there was already an announcement about that, but they had shown more of that game. Life is Strange Remastered uh, Collection. We got a new game called Babylon's Fall mm -hmm. uh, that was kind of shown off. It looks super interesting as well. We had Avengers Black Panther expansion that's coming to the Avengers uh, Square Enix game. Near Reincarnation, which was announced. It's a mobile game coming out in the Near universe. War of the Visions Brave Exvius, which was shown as well. And... Uh, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins. So obviously this is kind of a lot to unpack here. I did watch the video after the fact a little bit, and I did catch a little bit of the um, Guardians of the Galaxy, actually, which was revealed. So mm -hmm. to me, it looks like they did a pretty good job. I'm just waiting to see what this is going to turn into. But it looked super fun and it looked interesting and they kept the humor from the original, like the movies in there. The characters seem really well done. I thought the graphical fidelity was really good as well. Um, there were some frame rate drops in the more uh, busy kind of combat situation where they had things exploding and different things like that. But obviously this isn't the finished uh, version of the game. So they still have some optimizing to do, but it looked pretty interesting to me. Oh, definitely. Uh, I, uh, I like Guardians of the Galaxy anyway. I like mm -hmm. the characters, their dynamic yep. and the banter and stuff, and they really captured it, at least what I've known from or what I've seen in the, the movies. I didn't read the comics, yes. so I only know the movies. Mm -hmm. I think they met, they captured everything pretty well. Um, some characters look quite different, but I, I suppose they look mm -hmm. closer to their uh, original comic um versions which is probably good yeah but uh, looks good looks interesting also i think they kind of um checked out final fantasy VII remake and thought oh this looks good this is interesting and let's let's take it for our battle system because when you give commands it slows down and i think i saw some stagger oh, meter okay. of sorts so maybe they oh, took cool. some pages off the book uh, from re remake or something it's uh, Square Enix published, so maybe there was uh, some exchange going on behind the scenes. Who knows? But uh, it's, it's a single-player game, which I'm really happy about, so maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy about that as well. That's like the Avengers game. It's sort of like a, a single-player game, but also it does have... like It was meant to be more of like an online... Life service, I guess, yeah. Yeah, like a live service, exactly. But I do like more one-player game experiences or co-op games. Yeah, same. That I can play online with other people, absolutely. We did get a Final Fantasy uh, 1 to 6 reveal. They're getting new versions called Pixel Remaster versions. Not much info on that or explanation onto what those are. I don't know if it's just they're getting a Pixel refresh, so it's kind of like updating them. Are they going to be released as kind of like the Octopath Traveler 
versions where it's kind of like this fusion of 2D and 3D environments uh, mixed with like traditional, obviously turn-based combat that it's like the series is known for. Um, I don't know, but I'm excited all the same. I hope that it is updated a little bit. That gives you that depth perception there because I think that Octopath Traveler really did a good job of making you feel like it's kind of a 3D environment, but you're controlling 2D sprites mm. when you're attacking and stuff. I thought it was fresh and new, and I loved that style of of Octopath Traveler. So I would be super excited, actually, if that's what this ends up being. It might not be. It might just be like a, an update of the original games, which is also fine. Um, but honestly, there wasn't that much information given. None, actually. It's just Pixel Remaster, and they've shown graphics from the old ones mm -hmm. and shown sh showed the logos but nothing more it's just yeah. here's something we're working on get excited yeah and i'm like i don't trust you anything about uh, remastering a pixel stuff because those they did in the past some of them were terrible either looked terrible had yes. uh, technical problems or other stuff and i just want to see what it's actually about Actual, see actual um, gameplay or at least excerpts of it, screenshots, what have you, uh, before I get excited about anything. Because in that mm -hmm. department, I have zero expe expectations and uh, zero trusts right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know there's been some kind of divide in the community there, especially with the upgrades, quote-unquote, of the remastered yeah. versions of the older games. I, I've also know, like, I've heard about that, how they've broken mm. things, or it just doesn't look that great, or the sprites don't even look anything similar to what the characters look like in the original game. So people were like, why did they do this? And I guess we'll find out. Hopefully we'll get more information about this soon. Uh, this was kind of leaked previously because in the App Store, they actually changed the title of the oh. other games to, like, they put 3D version in brackets around, like, um, the 3D versions of these games that they remade, I guess, like, 3 and 4. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. Before they revealed these. So I guess they're trying to help differentiate hmm. the different versions that are going to be available to the consumer, yeah. right? So people aren't confused that when they buy, you know, Final Fantasy 3, it's not Pixel Remaster that they thought it was going to be, you know? It's like a 3D version. But yeah. Anyways, we'll see what happens. I am intrigued. Let's just say that. Yeah. I just hope for the best, but mm, I'll just wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so moving on here, we are talking about Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. So there was a leak previously about a Final Fantasy game called Final Fantasy Origins. It was a leak that was, I think, on Reddit or 4chan. Somebody was posting on there about this game, and it's kind of like a Souls-like game, um, but in the Final Fantasy universe. So people's kind of imaginations went wild, and everybody was thinking, oh, my God, like, this sounds amazing. Maybe it's like they're redoing like Final Fantasy one with like a new graphical engine, like it's 3D and it's the same characters from one and it's going to be like a Souls like kind of game. And I guess this is what we got. Stranger of Paradise. Um, there was a short trailer. 
I watched it. I, I honestly, I, I don't know how I felt about it. I thought that it looked cool, but I felt like the protagonist kind of looks like they don't fit into this yeah. world based on their styling or how they look. But I don't, I don't know what the end result is going to be. I don't know what their vision is. I don't know anything else other than what they showed in this trailer, which has kind of turned into a meme now because literally all he says in the whole trailer is, I want to defeat yeah. chaos and fight <laughs> chaos like five times, which is, I mean, if this is what they wanted to kind of make it go viral and become a meme, then you know what? Mission accomplished, Square Enix. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I think that it looks cool. I think the graphics look good. It's still, for to me, it looks a little rough. I think it's still far off. I don't think that they're that close to actually finishing development yet on this game. Yeah, so to me, I think it's a little bit early in development. I don't know if they should have shown us yet. I, I don't know what you think. I think that it looks cool. I'm just reserving my judgments and comments because I don't, I don't want to, I, I just, I don't want to be like inherently negative when I don't know what exactly this is and I don't know what the finished product is going to be. I'm interested in it and I'm open to there being Final Fantasy spinoff games that for PS5. I mean, for me, it's, I mean, it, it's incredible that we're getting all of these Final Fantasy games in the universe and I'm open to to playing them depending on what, you know what it ends up being i just don't know right now if it was ready enough to be shown I, I i don't know anyways it feels a little bit like it was thrown together the trailer but i mean it's too early to tell what what it is but anyway yeah it's it's uh, a little bit hard to tell i've i've watched it once and my impression was yeah the battle battle system looks cool kind of uh, a mixture between uh, Dark Souls and Devil May Cry, I guess, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Just uh, visceral combat with combos and stuff and huge swords. Uh, but other than that, uh, people make fun of the character designs. It's like Core Leon is from Final Fantasy XV meeting yeah, Prompto that. with uh, red hair, meeting uh, mm -hmm. uh, Kiros from Final Fantasy VIII, <laughs> bulked up. Yeah. So I don't know, but and it, they also don't really seem to fit the world of Final Fantasy One. At least that's how I felt they wanted to present it because Garland yeah. is there, who is possessed by chaos or something like that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Garland's from Final Fantasy One. For the people who don't know, yeah, exactly the old school Final Fantasies. Yeah. So. Hard, hard to give a verdict mm -hmm. because the trailer felt weird a little bit. I just felt like he didn't fit into the world because of the way that he was like styled. Yeah. Like his, he looked more kind of modern. Like he looked kind of to me like he was, like he's from Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that world. I don't know about anybody else. Obviously, yes, there's similarities to Core. Um, like his character design, his face and his yeah. hair especially. But I also got a, I got a like Devil May Cry vibe from this. A little bit, yeah, definitely. For the stylistic kind of fighting, mm -hmm. more like faster action-oriented kind of, and just the way that his styling was as well. 
but not as far as DMC. Like, I didn't feel like it was as crazy. Yeah, that's why I thought the mixture between Dark Souls and Devil May Cry, mm-hmm. because Dark Souls is a little bit... I think it feels heavier. I only played Bloodborne so far, but I've seen footage and others play uh, Dark Souls, like 3 and yes. 2 or so. And it, it feels more more heavier, more precise, and less hack and slashy. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this Final Fantasy Origins title seems to thread the line between both, it seems. At least at first glance. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm wrong, yeah. but <laughs> that's, that's how I felt it was. Uh, I also not quite sure about the format. Isn't it like some uh, co-op multiplayer service-based game or something? I don't think it's just pure. Oh, is it? I, I'm not quite sure. But that there was. Did you read that or see that? I don't think I I read that. I'm I'm not quite sure either. I think, or maybe people were thinking like that, or it's it said it in the trailer or something. I'm not quite sure. Hmm. But uh, it's it, there's also a, a beta out since yesterday and they have a lot of problems right now apparently so people talk about um, downloading it and then the files are corrupted like the game downloaded uh, demo or beta or whatever yeah. is corrupted and doesn't work and it's choppy if you get in and problems everywhere and I don't know I downloaded the demo but I haven't opened it oh, yet I like I downloaded it on my PS5 from my PS app on my yep. phone so that it would be there, but I just read that when you try to open it, says that the data is corrupted, yeah. so it's not currently working. Mm. So anyway, I will check it out absolutely just to see. I guess chaos got to it, and now it's corrupted. We <laughs> 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 first need to kill chaos. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine. Yeah. Wow. I think that's that's, a, that's meta joke. We all we all are check and want to kill chaos. <laughs> Who corrupted the game? <laughs> oh my god! Oh well. So, I I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see what this turns into. I would be actually okay with an online co-op, like multiplayer game, and each person controls one of the characters mm. in the party. I would be okay with that. I mean, let's go. I'll grow up with you and group up with other people, like, you know, CCO members or whatever, sure. if we all can play this together. Why not? But not to the, you know, capacity of Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's... It's, it's too much for me. I would be okay with, like, a, you know, action-adventure, like, JRPG co-ops multiplayer online kind of like this where we go through the story together and mm. each of us control this different character yeah let's do it I'm, I'm good with that i would be open to it absolutely if it's really something like that i could could totally be wrong but i have something like that in, uh, yeah. in my mind maybe i um mistake or, or um have it confused with babylon's fall because that one is uh like oh, this, yeah. uh, service Lifetime service mm-hmm. game, however you call it, and I think four player. Yeah, game as a service. Game as a service, yeah. Four player thing. Um. So yeah, I hope I'm wrong. I I kind of hope that it's uh, a single player game, just because I prefer that. But if it's something else, yeah, let's just see how it uh, turns yeah. out. Was wasn't there a, a release year like 2022 or something? I think they said 2022. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure yeah. uh, later this year there will be 
more info or so maybe mm -hmm. on Tokyo Game Show or something like that. Absolutely. Or at a state of play, maybe. If it's also PlayStation exclusive. I don't think it said anything. Or did it? I don't remember. Well, we do have a comment here from Nomura that I'm going to oh, read. I see. So right, here's right. what he said. He said, thank you so much, Audrey, for translating this, by the yep. way. So he said, I thought to myself that I wanted to have a game focused not on character battles, but on locations where actions take place. After some time had passed, I started planning a new Final Fantasy with the themes of a story of an angry man. <laughs> More time passed, and I was able to combine both separate concepts into one cohesive plan, which is what you see now. Even though this is a Final Fantasy game, it doesn't feel like one. However, the blood of Final Fantasy runs thick with this game even so. It was quite a difficult compromise, which led to challenges for this Astaire title. While it may take some time before the game is complete, the battle system is heavily linked to the story that incorporates a lot of bloodshed, and I hope you will give it a shot. So lots of information to unpack there. Mm -hmm. A few red flags for me. So just because you thought of two separate things that don't make sense doesn't mean that they would work together if you just threw them together. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like he kind of just like shot himself in the foot with his first sentence that he says, basically like uh, I started planning and then I just decided that I was going to put both of those together. So not focus on character battles, but on the locations where the battles take place. And then having a story of an angry man. Okay. So there's no, what's the motivation? Why are they angry? Hopefully we get some backstory of this character and it's just not like, oh, this is a bad guy. You should fight him, you know? I want to defeat chaos. <laughs> Somebody was like, Final Fantasy, or Nomura has created God of War which is final it's like this game is basically god of war <laughs> yeah. the first the first two or first three like there is backstory there but essentially it's just kratos is just mad he's, he's mad and it's, it's killing gods yeah definitely yeah and you're like why is he so mad like what brah brah what's going <laughs> on brah <laughs> you want to have a heart to heart <laughs> yeah it's just just some family bickering i don't know <laughs> family problems mm. anyway I don't know. I guess we'll see. I saw something online. Actually, it was on Audrey's Twitter uh, feed that I, was, that I was reading. And she wrote isekai. So she was thinking it's an isekai, which is super interesting mm. to me. Which is potentially, it is when you have somebody transported to another world who ends up being the protagonist, but they're not traditionally from this world. So they might have been transported to this world and they themselves are the hero or the savior or whatever. I see, yeah. And it could be the stories following them, whether they have taken over the body of this person that is in this world, but it's not, the person that's, that's there as them is not, it's not who they are. Like, they're transported to another world basically and i'm like ooh, that sounds interesting and might explain why he doesn't look like he belongs in the world mm, definitely was about to say yeah yeah and then other people were saying the same thing with the other two characters and then somebody was saying potentially there could be a character creator where you actually model your final fantasy character like the way that you want that would be neat more like Skyrim. All right, that's true as well. Like Skyrim, those types of games have character creators in them that are quite good. 
So I feel like that would be cool. That would be cool. And that could be the reason why this character is not, doesn't look traditionally like how a character might look in Final Fantasy 1. But potentially maybe this story is happening in the universe of Final Fantasy 1, which is why we've got Garland, you know, but it's an isekai. So it's like you as a character, are, you create this character and then your character is transported to this world and you are essentially a hero and you're going through this story, but you, you're not from this, this, this world. What if those three just represent actual players who back then played this Final Fantasy, but then are transported into the world and are just so angry mm -hmm. at something that uh, chaos has done it again? And I don't know. It's mm -hmm. so weird. <laughs> yeah. But that kind of sounds to me, I'm like, hmm, that sounds super interesting and could explain a few things. Yeah. But it could be also we're wrong and... It's nothing to do with that, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's, do you know it's what I mean? Some, some random fever dream. <laughs> it doesn't mean that things need to make sense. Let's no. be honest. Well, that was a lot about Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Moving on, so let's talk about our episode intermission, spoiler-free first impressions. So we're gonna talk completely spoiler-free right now until we get to a certain point. And then we're not going to talk about story spoilers, but we might go into things that you might not have experienced yet if you aren't up to a certain point in episode intermission, or obviously if you haven't played it at all. So we'll give you a warning so then you don't actually have to listen to that at all. You can just stop the episode there. We aren't talking about any story spoilers at all. We're not going into any detail about story spoilers. It's a spoiler-free episode. We're giving our first impressions, but we are going to talk about certain things that you know between characters or something like that that you might not have experienced yet if you haven't played it so if you don't care about those things then you can continue to listen but if you if you don't want to hear anything and you want to go to into episode intermission like completely you know fresh not having heard anything then you should stop listening after that so i'll, I'll tell you what so here are my complete spoiler free first impression so i'm loving it so far actually really happy with what they've done actually the gameplay is a lot of fun for me it's fast fluid it's engaging i feel like yuffie is powerful but i feel like she's not so powerful where you feel like you're overpowered and everything is an entire breeze and it's just like you're just sailing through this you know t battles and stuff like it has kind of forced me to learn the battle system which is what i like and i appreciate that at the beginning, I was actually kind of confused on how to use the elemental ninjutsu <laughs> abilities. I didn't know how they worked. And then I realized after that, it's in the commands menu, obviously. Yep. So it's like a spell. You have to actually cast it. So then I was like, well, what is it using if you don't use that? Is it just using the default magic stat? Or what is it using? Like if you're just attacking without using the the uh, elemental ninjutsu do you know is it just like your physical stat or your magic stat i think it's just normal magical ability or a, a, a magical attack because uh, if you attack something that's uh, immune to magical attack attacks um then it will just say immune but if you then oh, use okay. your shuriken for normal close quarters combat then it steals damage so it's definitely physical and mm. magical attack uh, switch between. If you throw your shuriken, you start your chi attack or ninjutsu attacks. Oh, really? Then those are magical and 
those you imbue with an element. So you, you okay. use fire ninjutsu and then this uh, little um, square or icon uh, appears or changes to a fire emblem. And then I think maybe for a minute or two, uh, you have fire ninjutsu active. So you can throw a shuriken and then attack from afar with fire. And it is, it is really very strong if you hit the enemy's weakness. It's, I think, almost a little bit overpowered because there were like those, those middle, uh, mm -hmm. middle enemies, like this uh, half, half giant enemies, for example, uh, the size right. of sweepers or cutters, like those yeah. sort of kind of mini bosses. And there's one, one battle, um, and they were so easy when, when you exploit mm. the weakness. It's really easy, yeah. I think. But not every, every enemy is like this, so you just have to stay stay on your toes <laughs> still yeah exactly yeah. and learn and adapt yep, right definitely. like that's what happened to me i had to learn and adapt because i had one of the beasts like i don't know what it was i forget now but it like if you attack it with physical attacks it will just grab your throat or jump on top of you oh yeah and attack right you. so yep. then i was like oh god i keep forgetting and then i mm. was forced to switch and use more magic abilities so but yeah, I'm super impressed with the with the battle system so far, and I'm enjoying it. I do feel like the elemental ninjutsu is kind of making the materia redundant. The elemental materia. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like I'm not I'm not using magic on Yuffie. I'm not using magic materia. Like I'm not using Same. fire. I'm not using wind. I'm not you. Uh, I'm not using those because why would I? Mm. It doesn't make any sense. So I. I think I have fire equipped, but like I haven't even been using it. And also the cast time is really high. Mm. It takes a long time for her to cast it, the cast animation. So I just haven't been using it, honestly, but that's okay. It forces me to use the ninjutsu. I'm fine with that. Definitely. It kind of, like I said, makes the material a little, a little uh, redundant. Well, you could, you could use it uh, with Sonon because he doesn't have the element yeah. ninjutsu. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, and I'm really engaged in like giving, uh, Yuffie commands. Sometimes I actually forget that Sonan's there and I can <laughs> yeah. use him to do other things. So then I'm like, oh crap. Yeah. I can issue him commands as well as, you know, like the synergize mm -hmm. attacks, which also I love, but I also keep forgetting to use those. I sometimes do as well. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm like, no, I have to be like, mm. I think I'm so focused on controlling Yuffie and trying to get yeah. in there and actually like physically attack and then jump back and use magic and use everything, um, like her whole toolkit. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta get Sonan to do other things other than just like heal me or, you know, use other magic abilities or whatever, just to get this synergistic like attacks and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think it's. It's been great. I'm actually really loving the battle system. Absolutely. And it's really well well balanced. For example, the synergized attacks. Mm -hmm. um, I think they revealed that in the latest article um, shortly after the final trailer, I think, or was it before. Uh, you have to press L2 to uh, activate synergized attacks. Yep. And then you can press it again to deactivate. Uh, mm -hmm. So Yuffie's Art of War and Windstorm will change to synergized, 
and then of course right. cost Sonon and Yuffie an ATB bar. So you have to balance mm -hmm. that. Do you want to use two ATB bars, in fact, uh, or in effect, yeah, for this stronger attack, or do you want to have Sonon use something and Yuffie something else? What's also uh, quite interesting is that if you have synergized attacks or if you are synergized with Sonon, his ATB bar will fill more slowly. So you can't just have it uh, mm -hmm. active all the time. Well, you can, but it's detrimental. So they really made sure to make everything balanced and uh, risk and reward system like. So it's, yeah. it's really, um, I think, important to know when to synergize, when not to. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And I like that, you know, if you are synergized, it's kind of, you need to decide like, okay, which, which one am I using in this specific situation against this enemy and not just leave it on because it does drain your ATB. So it's kind of like, okay, you've used it. Now I got to go back and do other things, gain that up again, and then kind of use them again. Um, I was confused because actually when I was looking at the menu, I thought that I could use any of them as syner synergized attacks. So I was like, wait, is there synergized ninjutsu? I was confused. I was like, what, what? So I thought that I was actually using it with like more, it was giving me more power, but it's not. It's just the top two abilities, the Art yeah, of War exactly. and Whirlwind, I think. For now, anyway, for now, anyway, I don't know. <laughs> I think there was something else with the synergize, but I, I forget. I think there was some other perk or some other little thing that changes when they're synergized, but I don't remember. I think there was something. But maybe I just didn't use it and forgot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So as for the story, I think it seems really engaging so far. I think I'm halfway through it. Um, I'm stopped right now at a part, and I don't want to say yeah. it. I'll say it later, <laughs> but it's super annoying, and I'm mad. So I don't want to go on until I'm actually done that part, but we'll see um, what happens. I'm going to play a little bit later tonight once we're done recording and see how that goes. But I do love these new characters, and I feel like they did a good job. There's some nuance there. Yes. They feel like they belong in this sect of Avalanche. They brought their own kind of character to these performances. I thought that the voice actors did a great job um, portraying these characters, and there's a lot of wit and humor there. They play off each other really well, and that helps it make it feel authentic and feel like they do belong in this world, you know? And I believe it. Mm. Like, as soon as I was playing it, I was just like, I love this. I just yes. could, I was just honestly smiling. <laughs> I was so, I just love going back to this world and also having the opportunity to play as Yuffie right now. And, you know, it just, I was just so happy. And also, the 60 FPS upgrade, can I just say it helps it's awesome. with the voice acting. It helps with the lips, like the 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 character dialogue, the NPC dialogue when they're when they're talking, like their lips just everything look moves more fluidly and it looks like doesn't have as much of the issues remake for PS4 had before the um upgrade. Just I don't know. It, I don't know if it's just me or not, but it feels like the interactions are smoother and they don't seem as mechanical and strange. I don't know if you feel that as well, but anyway. 
Could be, yeah, but maybe it's just they, they learned to tech a little bit more and refined it. And maybe. it's also pretty good. It, it looks good on 30 FPS, which I played on. Because I, I recorded my first playthrough as well and wanted the maximum um, fidelity for the image. So I used 30 FPS. But when I'm playing through on hard mode, I'm definitely playing with a 60 FPS for sure. Because to, okay. earlier today, I tried a few things out in Integrate, like the, the main game, the upgraded one, and the, uh, tried to find out what's the, the exact visual difference between uh, 60 and 30 FPS. Uh, when you switch to 60 FPS, it's, uh, the resolution is, like, it also um, sends out a 4K signal, of course, but it's like maybe a 14-40-100 um, scaled up or something. It's just a little bit less sharp. But as far as I can tell, the fidelity of the rendered images, the, the, the rendered elements is the same, like the textures have the same resolution, everything's the same, the lighting and the effects. It's just the main resolution of the whole image, of the finished image is different and just upscaled. I think that's, that's the only difference I can tell so far. I, I'd have to check a little bit more, but that's, that's about what I can save so far. So if you don't really care about ultra sharpness, just play 60 FPS. It's way better. Just play for, uh, for a, a few minutes on 60 FPS, switch back to 30, and your eyes will hurt a little bit when you uh, swivel the camera around. <laughs> so it's a huge difference. I was actually thinking, I was thinking, I was like, who's playing this on graphics mode or whatever? Like, who's playing it on that mode? Because it is quite choppy. I don't know for you, but for me, like, yeah, I have a big 4K TV and the refresh rate, it only goes up to a certain maximum. So like when I'm turning, it's really stuttery even more so than on my ps4 i don't know okay. why that is but i just feel like i don't i can't play it on on 30 fps i just can't i've just been playing it on performance mode and like you said once you play it on 60 fps and you go back it's yeah you i just i can't do it i can't do it but i'm okay with it being you know not like 100%, you know, 4K, I'm okay with that. But also my television has other options, so I could potentially, you know, increase the sharpness or use super resolution. There's other options on my TV that will oh, see, help yeah. the fidelity of the image um, using the television processor as opposed to using, like, the console, right? Mm. Anyway, I haven't played around with it, but my TV will also smooth the image, uh, like, artificially, but I don't really want to do... Like, I don't want it to do frame insertion to smooth it. No, don't do that. It's, it's because it's it weird. makes yeah. things do. Yeah, it makes things all weird mm. and and other stuff. So I haven't tried messing around with my TV uh, settings yet, but I'm happy with it. I think it it's great, and I feel like this game needed 60 FPS. Oh, for sure, yes. Especially in the battles and traversing as well, like throughout the environment um, and the game world. Like it's just I don't know. It just makes it flow a lot yes. better, and the, and the NPCs move smoother and just their actions and stuff. But yeah, so I just uh, a little bit about Yuffie. So I really think they nailed her as a character. I think that she's still as quirky as ever, and she, but she feels she does feel like a ninja, and she, 
but she still feels like a child. Yeah. <laughs> like she has that childlike innocence there. Yep. She's just, I don't know. Like she's just ready to just do it, you know? Like she's just out there. She's putting herself out there. She also is kind of a show off a little bit, oh, yeah. you know? She, but she wants that attention, but still she is a little, a little, uh, cl- not clueless, but she's a little, um, I guess innocent and she's a little naive, but also inexperienced, also inexperienced, but also clumsy. Yeah, she's also a little very. clumsy. You know what she I falls mean? Down like, a lot. <laughs> yeah, but she's just, I don't know. I love this character, I love this iteration of this character, and I feel they hit the nail on the head with UV for remake so far from what i've seen and what oh, i've experienced definitely. playing I'm, through the game i'm so 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 excited for her to meet the others and i can <laughs> i i can feel her and barrett just getting in each other's hair all the, t- hair all the time like <laughs> yeah i can al- already feel it in the air that there's something going on almost kind of like uh walk and riku in final fantasy 10 mm. but not that yeah. hostile, more like uh, right, yeah, a, a little bit be- because of uh, Avalanche Wutai situation, but also because of their characters. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. how they react. Absolutely, I'm, I'm I'm so looking forward to their banter. Yeah, Sonan as a character as well. I think that he is. I think that they have a good chemistry like they are depicting their yeah they're good chemistry exactly and they're depicting their uh, relationship together in a good way and it's really effective and they're kind of joking with each other um on occasion and i just really like him as a character and i think that he brings a different i don't know like a fresh element to this story that's taking place oh, for sure, in yeah. the DLC. And also kind of, of a, uh, a counterpoint or counter to Yuffie or a foil, yes. if, uh, if people mm-hmm. like to say, foil to, to her, because they're so different. He's older, exp- more experienced, especially in, in life, and he's diligent and wants to do things right and correct and everything. And she just goes right into it, doesn't really think boastful and here i am i'm the best yeah. and then just <laughs> screws it up anyway and he's like oh god damn what have i get got myself into <laughs> <laughs> it's like that it's so fun yeah and in the trailers you already get a little bit of that because she she gets into her into his face when uh, he's late at the beginning mm-hmm. but then later after they yes. beat the boss they fist bump and in, in the DLC itself, their relationship grows so, so well. It's it's really well made. It's mm-hmm. also subtle, like the banter in between and at certain points, you really learn, uh, you see that there, there's growth in both mm-hmm. without spoiling anything. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I just want to say, I wish that they actually turned the volume of his voice up Sometimes, because he's yeah, a that's little true. quiet yeah. for me. I'm like, playing and the music is playing which i love i had to turn down the music the background music a little bit so i could actually hear him at full Mm. volume and yes he's behind me but it's a little too quiet i'm like what is he saying i have the subtitles he has soft voice yeah i can read the what he's saying but 
I just wish that he was a little louder. I don't know what that's about. I don't know either. Anyway, I don't know if it's just me. Well, but... I, I learned my lesson in the past. So I if I, if I can um, change the volume of music, sound effects and voice individually, I turn down music by two. VFX okay. or the SFX, the sound effects by one and the voice uh, at max. Yeah. And this usually works pretty well. I think I have the music turned down. I think I have it turned down to eight. I think yeah, the same. maximum is 10. Yeah. I think I turned it on eight. And the I, I left the sound effects at the top, but I should probably turn them down as well. I might turn the music down even a little bit more, but I also don't want to miss listening to the yeah, music Yeah, the music is right? so good. So, yeah. So, anyway... I think that's it for me for my complete spoiler-free first impressions. Yeah, do I have some other spoiler-free? I've I've written down uh, slight non-story spoilers, but that's for a little bit later. So let's see. Um, <laughs> yeah, just just go back to the to the combat. It's if you compare it to the main game with uh, Cloud mm-hmm. and Barrett and the others. It's so smooth and everything flows uh, from one to the other, like those different abilities. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. barely any downtime or like long animations that need to finish. There's there's so much yeah. going on. There's also uh, another ability they didn't show off, which also helps a lot and fixes air battles, actually. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, it's. Uh, I heard others talk about this as well, and they all all think yet yeah, combat is really refined, so good, and air combat now actually works without jump button. And mm-hmm. I myself didn't feel it too much because I didn't use much air battles because I I tend to just throw the shuriken and then use um, ninjutsu attacks mostly, and this works so well. But uh, yeah. As we've seen in the trailers, you can just press triangle again, and then she will zoom to the enemy, no matter, matter yeah. where it is. And this immediately initiates air combat or air combo. And if you don't finish the combo, you can do something else, stay in, in air, and it's pretty cool, actually. If you know what you're doing, of course. And I don't. I just, <laughs> I just play. <laughs> which, is, which is why uh, one, one of the battles... Proved pretty difficult. I had to repeat yeah. it again. One of the boss battles, but uh, it was a fun one still. Um, I think this doesn't really. Oh no! I, I'll I'll save. Uh, I I think I'll save the rest for the semi spoilers because there. Are... The thing is, you never know who considers what a spoiler and who cares about knowing exactly. this and that so i think we should probably start going into the semi spoiler territory don't you think yeah all right i agree good so here's the last chance to step out if you haven't played it yet and don't want to get spoiled uh, about anything beyond uh, what's publicly shown so Go buy PS5, buy the game, and play it. <laughs> if you can, that is. And then come back to, to this point. All right, warning over. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
it, actually, it already has been shown in a trailer, but only by name. Ninja Cannonball. You can see it, uh, see change the triangle button to Ninja Cannonball at some occasions, but they never talked about it anywhere, and you don't really see what it does in the trailer either. So that's why I thought it's, uh, I, I'll save it for now. And I personally didn't really use it, but Ninja Cannonball is actually a command material equip, which turns, or which adds this uh, additional triangle command. So you okay. press... That's that's what I could glean from the trailer. You press R1, and then it changes to uh, throw to Ninja Cannonball. And when you do this, you can uh, initiate a combo attack with Sonon without using ATB. But I personally haven't used it yet. But it's that there was just a, a small tutorial I think when I picked it up. But I didn't use it yet. But this makes sense mm -hmm. because in a trailer. You, I, I could see that it activates or it changes to Ninja Cannonball when she blocks. And then when she stops blocking, it disappears again. But they didn't use it, so it was impossible to guess what it, what it actually was. And what I also really, really like, I don't... Well, it's not quite a spoiler, but if you press block at the exact right time, like uh, mm -hmm. just a few frames before it hits, it's a perfect block and you take no damage at all. Oh. Yeah, that's also pretty cool. I, th I think this is uh, innate from the beginning, from the start, which, which is actually really nice. Because then you don't just block, and you actually try to, to trace and see and watch the enemies, and then block when you're supposed to, to, don't to not take any damage at all. Mm -hmm. And I think depending on what you upgraded in your weapon, you actually get a positive status effect like regen or barrier. This is, it, it's yeah. really is, uh, a, I'd say, almost a perfect addition to keep you engaged and actually I learn like the that. system. Yeah, that's uh, really good. I've had that where I have the one that gives you regen. So yeah, I, I had that too uh, with the last boss. Yeah, and it helped a lot. <laughs> Um, and you can do it multiple times. So if oh, yeah, you do it every time. again while regen is already on, it has a timer and then it goes away. But you can actually refresh that. Yes. It just refreshes the timer if you do it again. So, so if you just keep blocking perfectly, it can just keep it yeah. up all the time. Yeah. It's great. And then you don't have to waste time or MP like casting yeah. you know, regen or cure or Barriers, other whatever. Uh, yeah, exactly. things. Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't need that, if you need ATB, you can use, uh, I think, Bermal, Bermal Dodge or Bermal whatever. Yes. It's, it's an ability you learn from, I think, the second weapon you pick up. Um, yeah, it's a boomerang. Yeah, exactly, boomerang, yeah. And if you execute it, she teleports a little bit. And if you mm -hmm. avoid an attack like this, you get tons of ATB. So in fact, if uh, if you do it right, you gain more ATB than you lose. It's actually pretty crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. And what's also funny is when you do that and uh, you you do evade an attack, it says poof. <laughs> A little text <laughs> appears that says poof. It's really it it fits Yuffie so well. It's it's uh it's great even in gameplay. 
I don't think I've done it successfully yet because I don't think I've seen that text. Oh, I see. Yeah. No, I, I, I did it once and I thought, wait, what, what did it say? Did it say proof or something? And I checked again. Oh no, it says proof. <laughs> I used it multiple times just to get the hundred uh, percent oh, efficiency I yeah. so right. I could unlock it, but yeah. I don't even know if I was actually dodging anything. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard to see, but if you gain ATB, you know, you did it right. Right. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, they introduced so many little more details that I'm so looking forward to part two because I really hope yeah. that the other characters also get some neat updates in the battle yes. system. This has me confident in yeah. us actually getting that and seeing it in part two, absolutely. Definitely, yeah. And of course, we already know Fort Condor is a thing, but basically there... There were so many optional things in this DLC that you, you wouldn't believe. So um, in, in the preview, it also already got revealed that there's a, um, yes. the, a hunt for the happy turtle flyers. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you get much out of it. I think a, a few gill or something. Um, but this this little side quest is actually pretty simple you just run around and when Yuffie uh, tells you that her senses are tingling and you know there's something <laughs> nearby but not only that you also hear a music like the, yeah. the the tune of the happy turtle and at every point there's a different type of of genre like a, a different version of the happy turtle song like one it's like a dance disco thing other time it's uh, something else. There's even the metal version. <laughs> it's so funny. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really amazing. That's all. It's still in the slum, so it's pretty much in the beginning. I did everything before Sonon showed up. So I did everything yeah, solo. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> I did that too. I did everything solo, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was busy doing the Fort Condor. Oh, yeah, um, me too. I spent hours challenges. on Challenges. <laughs> yeah. Doing it right away at the beginning before yes. I even get Sonon. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Wow. Well, uh, after I got him, I could just breeze through the story and then finish chapter one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Same thing with me. I was like, oh, I guess I should probably go back to the hideout to get Sonan. Yeah. Should we talk about who we can challenge uh, for Fort Condor's matches? Hmm. I, I think that would be fine. Do you think this is too spoilery for people? <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm not quite sure. May, maybe the grandmaster. Let's let's keep the grandmaster mystery for now. <laughs> <laughs> but the others uh, are all the usual suspects. Like the first one I encountered is the Shinra middle manager, who actually wants to like know how to let his daughter win to make her happy. It's just <laughs> it's so fun. He doesn't really want to, to learn a mastery, but just know how to let his daughter win. It's kind of a, this weird, wow, weird goal. I don't know. It's, yeah, he, he's, he's wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great that we keep seeing him pop up, though. Yeah. Like that. They're not just, it's not just like a random throwaway character. Yeah, exactly, that they it's keep the coming up. Guy. And I really hope he also manages to, to leave Midgar and then we, that we meet him at Junarn or something or in Calm. Yeah, even. exactly. He needs to reappear. Exactly. Maybe he's at Costa del Sol and he's, oh, doing, right. like, he's, yeah. he's on vacation. Yeah, with his family. <laughs> yeah. 
They'll probably do something like that. Yeah. They need to. They have to. <laughs> yeah. I love that the NPCs are getting this attention. Yeah. Also, Johnny got uh, so much more attention as well, which is why he, he can also be challenged. He needs to... He, I, I th they even managed to weave his mo motivation for playing this game into the story because he's still in Sector 7 and needs to go. He wants to go to Wall Market, but needs money. And that's, that's why he wants to beat the Grandmaster mm -hmm. for the money. Because you get, I think, 10,000 gil for it as well. I don't remember. And, yeah, 10,000 10, gil and the materia. Um, but that has already been revealed, I think, in the, in the article. And, or, and in the article, there or the screenshots, it was also revealed that Kyrie is an opponent as well. And of course, she wants three gil for the first match and ten gil for the second match, but I don't think it deducts <laughs> any gil. <laughs> <laughs> At least it didn't tell me anything, and, and I also didn't check. And three or ten gil um, doesn't really matter anyway. <laughs> yeah, it does for the first one. I remember seeing um, it show up and say that there was three. It's like, you lost three gil. Oh, it did. Okay, then I just missed it, I guess. Yeah, I remember. I was like, what? <laughs> Give me back that three girl. <laughs> no, I was like, I, I, I saw, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw her, uh, ran to her, and then she, she was uh, playing, oh, uh, playing a game with me, only for three girl. I, I was, screw you, and just ran away. <laughs> <laughs> I came to her uh, back later. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, Kyrie is, uh, I love the character, but I also find her so annoying. Like, yeah, she is annoying. No, she's a fine character. Annoying that she may be. I think she's still well made, and I I hope she will appear again, and that we see uh, sure a different side of her as well. Yeah, because in the in the I still need to read it. Uh, the Turks uh, side story. The kids are all right. I heard that she's way m uh, more nuanced in there. That we learn much more about her uh, motivations and why she is like this and where she where she's heading like her mm -hmm. actual arc and how she develops because this is the, the beginning of her arc which we've seen here where, where yeah. she still has a lot to learn so yeah and then th those were the rank one and then you you uh, level up to rank two and then you can um fight against or challenge Jesse and wait for it Roche <laughs> your friendly annoying uh, cloud obsessed <laughs> biker soldier <laughs> and, I love it and he's so uh, he's, he's he's just exactly the same as you remember him just uh, at at the pillar plaza just is there and screams away and waits for cloud and you can hear I love it. You can hear NPCs uh, say stranger danger around him and yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's he's, so fun. He's, he's obsessed with Cloud. Yeah. He really is. And he doesn't even know his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's good. It's it's really good. It's really good. It's also fun uh, when you talk to them before you rise to rank two they just don't want to have anything to do with you just come back when you're better <laughs> you're too low for me <laughs> yeah 
And then if you beat both, you can challenge Wedge. Wedge is pretty, pretty good, pretty formidable uh, opponent, actually. Yeah. I think I lost to him once, and then I had to redo my loadout. Your setup, a few yeah, times. exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think I lost like yeah. three or four times, but it was all, also pretty late, and I, I grew tired, so I just had to <laughs> sleep, sleep it over, and then I beat him uh, first try in the morning. So it was good. Yeah. yeah. And after that, there's the Grandmaster, and we'll leave this mystery for now yeah. and talk about this yeah. in our spoiler cast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whenever that will yeah. be. I'm hoping that there's more to this later. I don't know. I'm only halfway through, guys, so I don't know. But yeah. anyways, I guess we'll see. Yeah, there, there are a few, a few more things that you will run into, which uh, you'll think or you'll deem very interesting and curious. Okay. Like in general. All right. Okay. Well, it's it's always like this. In, always in the let's say last uh, quarter of 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 a game, as as yeah. Especially Final Fantasy, the uh, the crazy stuff is happening. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yep. Definitely. Um. Yeah. We already talked. Uh, little bit about Polk and uh, Billy Bob, Bob mm -hmm. and Neo and the rest. Um, I think Polk and Billy Bob were a little bit under, underutilized, especially Billy Bob, because you can talk to him a little bit in uh, the hideout, and then he talks to you at some other point, and then it's... Yeah, that's it. Uh, Polk, at least, uh, introduces you to Fort Condor, and you can beat him a few times, and... Uh, it, he says every time something different, like the first three times he loses. Yeah. But that's also quite it. Yeah. But still, I like the characters. They're really nice. Yeah, I like them as well. I just think that I don't know how long this DLC is going to be. I don't think that they had a lot of time. Yeah, that's probably I feel like the they could have given us more time and done more with these characters. I mean, like, giving us more time to get to know them, and... Yeah. I guess we'll find out anyway. I don't... I, I, like I said, I'm not done yet, yeah, so... Yeah, definitely. I, I kind of have a feeling that they will appear in part two, or at least in, in, in another part. I, or at least I hope so, because they do have reason to appear again if you have finished the main game. And do we, do we talk about the main game? I think so, because we've uh, released three long episodes of spoiler cast and full spoilers about the main game, so I guess it's safe to talk about this. Um, to talk about what? Biggs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like, I mean, it's in the base game. Yeah. So, yes. All right. So, if you've played the base game, you know, it, or the main game, it's uh, Biggs who survives, it's confirmed that he survives. And mm -hmm. if he survives and then gets in touch with, uh, with uh, the other Avalanche members, it's possible that they, they reconvene and we see them again sometime later in the future. Or at least that's oh, what I'm hoping okay. for. That would be cool. Because I, they knew about the Platefall, or at least Jujie uh, know, knew about Platefall. I'm pretty sure all of them uh, got out in time so i'm pretty sure we'll see them again 
That would be awesome. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Just for continuity purposes and just also just, you know, not just creating these characters for this and then... Yeah, for one-off. They're just gone. Yeah. Especially since there are so, so many parallels between those three and Nelly, Al, and Finn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they just need to do something with that. It would be such a waste to just throw them in and, oh, hey, we're here as tutorial characters to explain some stuff and then we're gone again. Yeah. At least uh, Naya was there to get them the ID. Yes. So we, we ran uh, towards a place to, to get the ID from someone else because uh, they parted with Jesse and Jesse was apparently uh, responsible for the fake IDs in the past. So they had to hire someone else to get the fake IDs for the train. And yeah, that's, that's about it. Um, what I also really liked is the introduction of the Dachau beans. First, it's very funny. It sets the ninjas and the normal mortals apart, let's say. <laughs> yeah. And um, there's, there's also more later about this. And it's, it's woven into the story as well. But that's where I stopped talking about the Dachau beans. <laughs> okay. I haven't experienced anything about them later in the story yet. I'm not there yet. Like, yeah, that's that's why I don't want it. to talk anything about it. I was just gonna say that they couldn't couldn't like uh, chew them. I don't know if that's a spoiler or not, but no, it's it's uh, it's very it's in the at the beginning where the where Yuffie meets the Avalanche members the first time. They, we see her handing out the beans in the trailer, and yeah, and I think that's it. I don't think it shows them try to eat them in the trailer. No. But in the, in the game, it does, and it's funny. <laughs> yeah. And it comes up a few times. But it's, yeah, it's, it's funny to, ex to experience it yourself. So. And during the Happy Turtle quest, there's also some, uh, a funny one with Marl and her dog. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad they, they included her again. That yeah. we, we know that at least she's there again, and we can interact with her. Yeah. It's great. I won't spoil what's what they're actually doing, but it's it's kind of a of another small mini game kinda where you had yeah. where you have to get the flyer and how you get the flyer is so fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I also liked her comments she made about yes. Cloud as well. Yeah. So it feels like it's you know, she's been there and she's just talking about I'm like, yes. <laughs> this is great. I'm loving this right now. She's so sassy. Yeah, she is, but also clumsy as well. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> and yeah, what I also found very interesting is that uh, Bix was shown twice, but we, mm -hmm. uh, Yuffie doesn't interact with Bix yet. Okay. So it's possible that uh, it's because Bix survives and they have planned more for him. and. Yuffie and the, the gang, and uh, when they meet eventually, I hope they meet, because otherwise it would be weird. Um, yes. And that's probably why they, uh, they've foregone a meeting between those two. Because uh, Jesse dies, like, <laughs> I'd, I'd say 100%. I don't think there's any real evidence oh, okay. to, say the other, to say otherwise. Wedge, we 
yeah, we see him get thrown out of the window, but I'm always uh, skeptical about those kinds of portrayal of death when we don't see a body. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not quite sure. But since since they introduced Wedge again, or have had him uh, interact with Yuffie, it's possible that he's gone, but I'm still holding off on that thought. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's that's about it for spoiler-free stuff. <laughs> there are a few things we could talk about, but that's uh, chapter two and might give away yeah. things. Not really story-related, but still, it's it's better to experience those things for yourself if you haven't played yet. I think spoiling a few non-story stuff from chapter one is not that much of a deal if you still um, if you're still here. But um, all I can say is that exploring uh, chapter two is also very interesting. You, you, I really encourage you to look around everywhere because you might see a few things you recognize. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you've been there yet. No, I'm not quite sure if it's before or after so. where you are right now. I, don't, I, I think it's right after. Where you are at in an area where you can just look around. There's a lot of stuff lying lying around, and uh... yeah, I'm not there yet. Yeah. I don't think. But just just have a look around, and you'll you'll recognize a few elements. All right. it's pretty cool. Okay, and I will do that, and then I'm excited to be able to talk to you on our complete spoiler. Oh cast yeah, episode. this will be this will be so much fun because there's so much to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> when that actually so ends much. up releasing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and who knows, maybe we'll have a guest on when we do that. Yeah. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> and something else I can say is that playing through the DLC was really worth it. It's uh, it's pretty much fulfilling if you've seen all the things, like if you've finished it until the end. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's so much to talk about and I just can't. <laughs> I know. Did you buy the Cacstar weapon? For 10 bucks? No. <laughs> really? I did. <laughs> you did? Okay. Is, is it worth it? I did. I have no idea if it's worth it. I think that it's super cool. It, does it I have an really... ability? Yes. Oh, okay. It does. But can I talk about that, or is that a spoiler? <laughs> uh, I don't know. For me, it's not. I'm pretty sure it's like a thousand needles or something about uh, of that. I don't know. Something needles. <laughs> it it no. It just runs around the battlefield. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> and. I forget what it's called, but it runs around the battlefield and hits the enemy. Oh, and I see. And yeah. it makes them bounce, like flinch. Like oh, they bounce right, up right. and down over and over and over and over again so you can just pummel them with attacks. Oh, kind of like if if you hit the enemy with uh, the weak spot, if you have, for example, f yeah. uh, fire ninjutsu against a, uh, a fire enemy or a, fa a fire susceptible yes. enemy, then you, just, you can just juggle them in the air. <laughs> You just throw it, you throw it on the ground and it literally runs around like a cacti. <laughs> That's so funny. I need to and see that. And it just hits them. Yeah. It just hits them and they bounce a lot and it does damage, but mostly it's for disabling. So you can just oh, like, pummel yeah, it with yeah. damage. 
But oh my god, it's great. I don't know. It's just because it's a weapon. It's yeah. not like a like a cactar like that you're summoning. So it's pretty interesting that it's a weapon running around like that. Yeah. <laughs> it has the spirit of a cactar inside. I haven't I don't even think I've used it on because I have it at like 100% proficiency. So yeah. I don't know if I've used it on another weapon because I'm sure the other weapon would do the same thing. Probably, yeah. Most likely. Right? But yeah. I don't think I've used it since I have got it. It's kind of like Barrett's uh, melee weapons who can still shoot things. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think, yeah, it's super cool. I think it looks really cool as well. I don't know if it was worth what I paid. I paid 13 something for it. It's yeah, that's, Canadian, that's about so. it. Yeah, I think that's if, if you convert currency, it's about that. Yeah. For me, it's 10 Swiss francs around that. Yeah. Maybe eight euros or I'll so. I'll tell you why. It's because I had. Um, I have points on this card that I use, oh, and then I, I just use, I trade that in for uh, gift cards. So I had, I think I had three gift cards to PSN, which was 30 bucks. Yep. So I just bought the DLC for 20, and then I oh, bought yeah. the weapon for 10, 13. So I paid like maybe $5 out of pocket or something. So that's I didn't care. I was like, yeah, I'm going fine. all in. <laughs> yeah, Come on, for guys. Sure. <laughs> I by the way I I also bought the upgrade to the deluxe edition so that I, I can uh Oh, did you? Yeah. Cool. That I can uh have a look at the art book, the digital art book and listen oh, to a few okay. of the of the tracks. I think it has 12 tracks in it. All nice. all new tracks. And it's I haven't done that yet, but I contemplated it. I think it's 20 another 26 bucks. I'm like Yeah. I'll just wait. Maybe once I get in a, a bunch of other points, um, oh for that sure, I can yeah, you can wait. Trade that's, in that's... for another gift card. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> definitely. Um, I just did, don't want to wait until the full uh, soundtrack is yes. out. Yeah, and I think you can just listen to her field theme, her battle theme, um, mm -hmm. the uh, uh, cent centipede guard. How, how's it called again? Oh yeah, Boss? I don't. Know. I forget. I forget. Centipede something. Um, this boss battle is in. Uh, it has a few from chapter two. I think the, the metal version of the Happy Turtle is there as well, if I'm not quite mistaken. And a few others. And yeah, it's really good. It's, I, I think it's, it's worth, worth the money. And also has a lot of good artworks in there. Mm -hmm. The thing is, uh, the navigation arrows left right are always vis visible so if i record everything with my capture card and want to uh extract screenshots so that i have mm -hmm. them locally i'll always see those arrows on the on the sides and this bothers oh. me a little yeah this fortunately wasn't the case uh for the the main main mm -hmm. games deluxe edition the art book but oh well yeah that's strange yeah I don't think there will there will be an update to get rid of that. <laughs> no, I don't. Think Maybe so. they made this so on purpose so that people like me who will Maybe. extract everything all have those those mm -hmm. stupid arrows in there. <laughs> yeah, could be. Yeah. Also, I thought it was interesting that it says something about the mini map, but for me, there was no mini map uh... in the game. Was there a minimap for you? Like, there's no minimap in the bottom right-hand corner of my screen like there was when I played the PS4 version of the game. Uh, there's, uh, at, at, at the top right, if you, if you press L2, I think, 
it switches between nothing, the uh, the compass thing at the, the top, the line, oh, and okay. the minimap and in the top right corner. It's just, it's just the okay. same. You have to just hit LT a bunch of times and then see that it cycles through. Oh, yeah. okay. I did not do that. It just shows the line. There's yeah, exactly. Line that's with the that's default, yeah. Yeah, I like having the minimap, but I... I was like, where is it? Like, <laughs> what am I doing wrong? I mean, how quickly you just forget, right? Yeah, I mean, come on. Definitely. I didn't finish my hard playthrough of the original, so I've had a little bit of time to forget everything. Mm. Like, I mean, the battle system, and I was rusty going into this. Oh, same, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, God, I have to relearn everything, you know, and I didn't finish my hard playthrough, so I've been waiting for Integrate to come out before I do that. Right, right. Which yeah. I will be doing once I'm finished the DLC, and I go back and I replay the DLC again. I'm going to go back and replay Integrate. And yep, you know same. what? From what I've read and heard online, there are some things like differences. Tiny apparently. differences, yeah. Yeah, things that you're like, hmm. Hmm. Yep. Why did they do that? Yep. <laughs> Why did they do that? And then I saw Sleep Easy had posted a video, I think, talking about the differences and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I am so ready to go there. But I just not need to yet. Finish this first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can just imagine it's just going to be like a it's just going to like it's just going to be crazy. I'm so excited. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> yeah. So anything else that you want to add about your uh, episode intermission? Spoiler-free impressions. I don't think I can add anything else without spoiling. <laughs> well, I can say something because um, in in one little clip in the uh, I think it was in the article uh, which had a few small looping clips included embedded in the article. Right. And in one, you see Yuffie running towards uh, a black-robed uh, man. There. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think you can see it seem better in the preview, which I haven't watched. Yeah. And yeah, she has contact with those. It's not really that relevant, but I think it's relevant for part two or three. That she oh, okay. already knows that they exist. Yes. I was going to say, it's interesting that they decided, like that was a yeah. decision they made. Yeah, definitely. They're like, we, we should put them in here. Yeah. You know, they didn't have to, and oh. they chose to do that. Mm. So, and you do encounter them. Yes. And you do, like, you notice that they're there. I don't think she knows what's going on with them. I don't think she knows what they are. Not quite. Although, Nayo does tell Yuffie, um, like, the gist of it. I think, uh, was it, was it in, in chapter 8, where you encounter number 2? I think uh, Oates, this, uh, the kid, says something okay. about uh, that he was a soldier at some point in, in the past. Mentions that, and Nayo mentions that as well. And then, because, yeah, it's Shinra's fault that they have, they have mocker poisoning, and then uh, Yuffie gets angry. Oh, them again. Ah, Shinra! <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's interesting that they chose to include them, absolutely, like you yeah. said, and I think that potentially could have, um, like, implications for part two for the story. So she knows yes. of them. Yes. Um... Yeah. 
Yeah. And also, have you, did you try to, to go in this, in Seventh Heaven? I was about to ask you the same. Yes, I did, of course. <laughs> right away. It's the first We're not I... going to talk about what happens, but just putting it out there. Yeah. Just, I did try and I was like, if you played oh. and ha or if you have, if you played it and didn't try to enter Seventh Heaven, do it multiple times. I'm like, oh. Yes. <laughs> and also, later on. Yeah. You can hear things. I don't know if you heard them, but I'm hearing uh, them. I'm hearing chapter things. eight, uh, chapter one, still. No, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in chapter two now. Remember, I'm, yeah, I think I, I'm halfway through yes, chapter two. Uh, where, where do you mean? Like, maybe I just forgot. Um, I don't think I can tell you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I'll tell you at, after the end yes, when we're done recording. Yes, yes. <laughs> tell me after we st we we stop recording. Definitely, <laughs> do that. Yeah. Uh, all right. I don't know if I have anything else to no, add. No, <laughs> because everything else will be a spoiler. Yeah. And I was even apprehensive to talk about the Black Drop people I because I, I yeah. there was something I wanted to talk about, something specific, but I'll, I'll save that for the spoiler cast. All right. All right, guys. Well, I guess that concludes our complete spoiler-free first impressions of episode intermission. So if you have any questions or any ideas for upcoming episodes, you can write us. Our email is thereunionpodcast.gmail.com, thereunionpodcast.gmail.com. We do have a Discord server. It's The Reunion Podcast, and the link for the Discord server is actually listed in the description of every episode. So you can just go ahead and join our Discord server to continue the conversation about Final Fantasy VII Remake and Episode Intermission and Integrated and all things Final Fantasy VII. Yes. All right. We do have a Twitter account. It's at Reunion underscore podcast. And we do do some incredible giveaways there, which we just did like two um, a few weeks ago. Uh, so just, you know what? Go ahead. Follow us there for everything Final Fantasy VII and VII Remake and some incredible giveaways. We do have a Facebook page. It's Reunion Podcast. And we do have a YouTube channel as well. It's The Reunion Podcast. And we do post our audio-only episodes on our YouTube channel. So hop on over to our YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, follow, share. Hit the notification bell at the bottom of the video if you want to be up to date on all things Final Fantasy VII and VII Remake. All right, Viz, do you want to drop your socials? Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't have so many, but of course, YouTube, it's Cosmo Canyon Observatory. And on the YouTube page and on every video page, there's also the link to our Discord server. And naturally, there's also a Twitter page. It's at CC underscore uh, observatory. I was about to say underscore union, that's not the thing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so it's CC underscore observatory. And there hasn't been much posted lately, but I'll, as mentioned in the beginning, I'll try to re uh, resume posting uh, more CCO gems, like mini analyses and some things I fi find. Um, but yeah, I just need to get into, into the rhythm of things again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you completely, yes. 100%. All right, guys, and we do have an upcoming episode 
It is being released on June 23rd. We do have the Avalanche HQ voice actors here with us. Daniel Ammerman, we've got David Goldstein, and we also have Griffin Puatsu, who will be joining us for our next episode. So you know what, guys? Be excited, because it's going to be amazing, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Same. I'm also excited to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So this is Kai. I am signing off. All the best to all of you. Yeah. Stay safe, and take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.